Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin. We're coming at you again tonight. We've got a full house. Not only do we have Matt, who's just coming in, Jared's coming in, and Alex is going to be with us tonight. We also have my daughter, who's making a lot of noise in the background. But what do you expect from a 20-something-month-old kid? Um, we're going to talk uh, football news, basketball exhibition news, and conference realignment news. So, if you would... Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. SEC, April, SEC. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Welcome in, guys. Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, as always. Um, Abby's brought me a keyboard. She's going to be typing some stuff up, I guess, tonight. Here's a cool fun fact. She's been on the podcast her entire life. Yeah, she really has. Yeah, even right before she was born, she was on it. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I actually came on the podcast in the delivery room. My wife was going to shoot me. I remember that. (laughs) <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yes, I did. Wow. I was like, boy, I, I, I can't. I, I got to at least say something, you know? God. And, of course, I'm sitting there talking on it, you know, just a couple minutes. But she was like, I cannot believe you just did that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> My wife told me what, what, not... that I listened to the uh, to the Arkansas game when Bassey blew out his leg. Yeah. Um, we were in the delivery room then, and I was listening. Oh my to gosh! It. And I was like, That's "Baby, just let me know if you want me to turn it off." And she's like, "Oh, it's fine." I'm like, <laughs> so okay, you're, usually, no. when they say it's fine, it's actually not fine. Yeah, it's yeah, probably I not know, a good idea. I know that now. I mean, I'm I know that when she says it, but I'm you know, I want I really wanted to listen to the game. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> she see, wasn't doing man, anything. She's just laying there. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, that's the bad thing is. Is some of these guys don't realize like what you do as a father in the delivery room. You are essentially a cheerleader. That's all you do. There is not a lot you can do otherwise. And it's just like, ugh. All right. It's gotta be so nerve wracking too. Do what? It's gotta be so nerve wracking too, just sitting and waiting. Like I'm not the most patient person in the world when it comes to the Trying thirty six hours, bro. Man. Yeah, um, we we weren't thirty six, but we were. Uh, we got there at seven in the morning, and they started the the induce. And Abby wasn't born until like ten thirty, and we didn't actually ten thirty at night get into our room until like two in the morning. Mm. And that was a very exhausting day, but it was no thirty six hours, thank God. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, our first one, she had uh, she had blood pressure issues and was working on preeclampsia. And so we went in and they they tried to induce and they had to um, try to get it going and stuff. And it took forever to get it moving. And wow, yeah. Wow. So we sat there for a while um, before anything at all happened. And then it kind of it came really quick after that. But it was like. <laughs> A good 20, I don't know if it was 20 of just sitting there pretty much with nothing. But yeah, it yeah, was, and that's it was the worst time. part. That was the worst part was yeah. just sitting there waiting. Yeah, and she holds grudges about me eating uh, Subway all <laughs> the whole day or something, too. There's a lot of grudges related to our time in the <laughs> delivery room. Now, now see, my cousin Jake, who uh, helped me start the podcast, he told me that when we were ready to have a kid to pack a backpack full of snacks, he's like, you'll need them. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, whatever. I don't think we touched any of them that day. Like both of us were just so like nerve wracked. You know, we were just like, no, nah, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. But well, we did get breakfast. We did get some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Do what? I was pretty chill. I don't know. I guess I, maybe I stress eat or something, but like, I don't I, I was Whenever fine. we've had a big um, moment, I just eat, and, and like her family's like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't know. Got <laughs> to feed the M train. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so anyway, 
uh, side note there, we're already off the rails. Um, so winners and losers this week. Um, I, I'll start us off with the loser being the conference, the, uh, I'm sorry, the college football playoff committee being my loser. Oh, God. Yeah. That was a disaster. It is. And oh, they just hate the, anything that's not power five, honestly. Obviously. I, I mean, you, mm. and for those of who, those of you who do not know, Cincinnati's undefeated and you've got Wake Forest undefeated and neither of those teams are in the top five, but you have Alabama and I believe Oregon, Alabama's number two and Oregon's number four. Is that right? And that could have changed I since so. I saw it, but but yeah, those are both in the top five, and they are both have a loss. Traditionally, if you have a loss, like you're out, you're out of the top ten, at least. But not this year, and it just goes to show how the politics of college football is playing out. Sorry, yeah, I had to check on the kid. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and it's just annoying. I don't. Uh, what are your all's thoughts? I'll go to Alex first. What do you think, bud? In the next few weeks, with it being November, it'll probably even out. I really don't see Oregon being a definite favorite just for the top four. Just because, like, they're, uh, the Pac-10 strength of schedule is very, very fickle when it comes to the week. How Oregon made it this far, I don't know, but it's gotten a lot better in like the last couple seasons. The only difference is it's still the Pac-10. Michigan State out of the Big Ten has just beat UM and so far like George them and Georgia have proved their roads to the Final Four. But for Bama, I mean how crazy like the committee would falter if Bama was not in the top four for more than probably like Five minutes, so I'm pretty sure that's just a pity throw. Like the rest of the conference season is tough for each opponent, so it's just weird. I can definitely see Oregon falling off a little bit, and then it just goes right back into place. But I was kind of disappointed with the selection. I I, I agree, um, Jared. What do you think, bud? Yeah, I mean, I feel like any type of group of five conference just gets immediately screwed over, regardless how good they are. I feel like. Even when we were really good, I, th- I can't. I don't think that was the first year of the college football playoff. Maybe 2015. I can't remember. But I mean, it's not like we would be very high in it. I feel like we could go undefeated and beat Bama and Georgia in the same season and still probably be outside looking in. So I mean, I mean, it's like you said, a lot of it is politics, and of course, like ticket sales too. I mean, it's still Cincinnati, Ohio, which is obviously a very large city, so I don't know why there would be any hesitancy to not think that they would do an amazing job with that. But, I mean, as you say, Devin, I digress. (laughs) They always – they're going to play to the markets that have the best fan bases, and Alabama has a good fan base. But at the same point, like, as a small mid-major school – ourselves like we want to see the Cincinnati's and the Wake Forests do well so it's frustrating to see them overlook teams that are undefeated for teams who have lost to unranked teams and they didn't uh, even have UTSA in their rankings either that's another thing yeah did they, or did they even get in the top 20 I don't no. think so the only no, let's see there's a few group of fives Fresno State and San Diego State are 23-24. And I think that's BYU's in there at 15 with two losses. Oh, wow. Um, I don't don't know. They must have a Mormon on the committee. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even – I didn't even notice UTSA wasn't in there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right, I mean, that is a complete, ridiculous right there. It doesn't. I don't get the logic of BYU either. They have two losses and they're a group of five, but they're uh, number fifteen. And then you have some of these other ones that are undefeated, and you have some other ones too that are really good. Coastal Carolina, whatever, and none of them are in there at all. Figure that. Yeah, one. there's going to be some really good brand little music <laughs> every now and then. Um, yeah, BYU doesn't make sense. I agree with Jared. I think somebody's either a Mormon or has soaked with the Mormon at some point. So, Oh, um, God, no. <laughs> Stop that. No one looked that up. 
If you've never heard of that, do not look it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Matt, do you know what that is? Nope. Don't look you it can, up. Don't you, do it. You look it up later and you'll be like, oh my gosh. Um, God. So uh, I guess we'll go, Alex. Do you have any winners or losers besides them? No, both of these are going to be baseball related, so I'm very sorry just because it's been that kind of <laughs> week. Awkward. The winners will have to be the Atlanta Braves. Oh, yes, that was mine. Yes, per- yes so. first time winning the World Series since 1995. Just I saw a tweet where it was like, nothing unites seven sports fans like the Braves. And honestly, just from everything I've been seeing online and just from general conversations, like the Braves united all Southern sports fans to some way. I mean, nobody likes the Astros, so I guess. (laughs) (laughs) No arguments here. Um, And the losers would just have to be that it is the dead season of baseball, which is kind of depressing, but I'll be in a better mood come February. I, 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 all I heard was not football, not football. So I'm good. Um, <laughs> Thankfully, football, hockey, and basketball is here, so I can get yeah, over. The I mean, there, there you go. There, there you go. Something definitely uh, filled the void there, bud. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it, <laughs> the only thing I wish the Braves could have done was win in Atlanta. They could have yeah. finished the series in Atlanta, and that would have been awesome. But it's also know, hard to win like three games back to back to back like that. Like especially. That, Having three games at home, you think it would be a clean sweep, but it's just not. Like they did it with the pitching staff situation, which was very interesting. Like they had to go from deep within their bullpen and rotation to like a starter that didn't play in a regular season, but he got called up and then it just so happened to be in his hands for starting at least two innings of game, I want to say. Five or game four? It was game four. I think it was one of the games. Game five was two bullpen guys. I think four was the one that had. Didn't he have like four and a half innings of experience in the major leagues? Yeah, all season. Starting the game four. Right. And most four innings probably weren't in just one game. Like it had to be spread out throughout the whole season. Yeah. That's, That's wild. Um, baseball has always been a tricky thing for me. I enjoy watching some baseball, but it's a very slow game. Yeah. I think if you put like all four hours of it into like all of the parts where something happens, it'd be like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just do do baseball. That would be, that would be something I would pay to see is compilation baseball. Be like, this is all the cool (laughs) stuff that happened in that game. And it'd be like, Oh, okay. I'll watch that for, 20 seconds. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for you that are baseball fans. <laughs> anyway, uh, man. Playoff baseball is interesting. Anyway. Playoff baseball is interesting, and I don't yeah. mind I mean, the, the series. It's always close. I don't mind series. That's fun. Um, and honestly, like, there are times that I wish football had something similar, but you really can't do that, you know? You know, it would be nice to have like a two out of three for the championship or something, you know, but it's just not going to happen. Um, some of these guys just overprepare way too much and they would probably win both the games back to back. So, um, so Matt, you're winners and losers, buddy. Yeah, I'll be quick. Um, the Braves were my winner. So chop on, baby. Um, that was pretty cool. I've been a Braves fan. My, whole life my dad was a Braves fan we watched on TV TBS Superstation I remember the 95 series a, a little bit I was five but I still kind of remember it um, and so it's really nice to be back on top and then my loser uh, <laughs> probably have two of I thought of one when we were talking about the uh, the World Series when when Alex was talking but anyway my first one was Derek Henry um, he's uh He's hurt for likely close to the rest of the year. He might come back sometime around the playoffs. But it really sucks for the Titans. Titans are now basically the number one seed in the conference in the AFC, and the best player screws up his foot. Um, and then the other loser I was going to say it was kind of funny 
is me because I was watching the Braves game and freaking fell asleep like five times and woke up and realized that they won. <laughs> That's, nice. That's like a bad thing, isn't Old it? Fart, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm wearing That's myself out. It's it, yeah, it's a dad thing, and then like it's my busy season at work, so I'm like killing myself. And so, uh, anyway, I'm just worn out and fell asleep and barely <laughs> watched it. But go Braves! <laughs> That's so funny. Um, oh, okay. Let me see if I could find this real quick. I got another loser. Real Can quick. I say my winners real quick? Oh, here, oh, go ahead. We're moving on. We're out of time. We forgot the biggest winner of the week, Mike White. Oh, yeah, NFL yeah. Hall of Famer, quarterback, NFL legend, Mike White. Because, like, Hall of Fame, Mike my, White. <laughs> basically, no, no they put his jersey and the game ball from that in the Hall of Fame because it was literally a, rec- a record-breaking performance, him having, like, 405 yards, three touchdowns. He caught one touchdown with that Philly special they had to – basically seal the deal but i mean they beat the Bengals, who were obviously one of the best teams in the afc so i mean first career start i mean it literally doesn't get better than that the memes i've been seeing of mike white have been spectacular like i mean everyone saying he's better than tom brady obviously you i'm gonna love that because i hate tom brady so i mean it's basically been the, the torch has been passed from brady to mike white now so he has to get like six rings in his career and take the jets to the promised land now so no one tell me anything otherwise honestly how does this affect your afc east like I mean, they're in your division, right? The Dolphins, the Dolphins suck team. anyways. I don't really okay. care at this point. I want to see Mike do it. Okay. So, honorary Jets fan now, Jared? Almost. I mean, I could I could never put those two words together for me, but I'm really happy for Mike, and he's deserved all of the recognition. He's AFC Offensive Player of the Week. He's getting all these big awards for his Week 8 performance. I just hope that he can do really good tomorrow night against uh, the Colts on Thursday Night Football. Everybody will be watching, so I hope he can do really well. Hey, yeah, I wish Mike White the best. Um, I always liked when – I always enjoyed his games at Western, and I always thought he was a good quarterback with a smart head on his shoulders. Um, so I'll tell you all, I feel like Jared has a secret crush on Tom Brady – but he will not admit it to the no. world. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got when, like when, he's got mm-hmm. pictures of him under his bed or something. You know? <laughs> like Shut a shrine cross. Hey, Arnold. Like, oh. yeah. The way that most Kentucky fans feel about Christian Leitner is how I feel about Tom Brady. <laughs> um, one last loser, uh, Henry Ruggs the third. Oh if yeah, that's yeah. If you don't oh, know man. the story, look it up. The dude. Uh, did some really goofy stuff, really awful stuff, and uh, ended up having someone getting killed um, because of a DUI. And he's—I mean—he's basically just ruined his life. Oh man! Um, and it's—it's it's a really sad situation. And um, you know, prayers for the families involved, as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. Um, but I digress. Um, so. If you would like, Matt, you've got 11 minutes. You're not going to use all that time to uh, give us a little preview of the Western Girls basketball. Um, what are we going to expect tonight? What are we expecting for the season? And anything else you want to talk about? Okay, sure. So I did a little bit of like watching some press conference and looking at some of the players and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, basically they're all new. <laughs> Except uh, Hope Savori and Miral Abdelwad, um, and there were a few others that that sort of played a few minutes. Um, but yeah, they it's basically a whole new crew, um, which might be a good thing. Um, it was interesting watching their press conference and stuff. It seemed like kind of the you know how you, Devin, you know how this is like when you see stuff on press conference and you know, there's like an internal meeting, um, you know, like when they're referring to things in the program, it kind of felt like there were some internal issues last year, which makes a lot of sense because they were so awful. Um, but they're talking about how much better it is. And, and part of it probably was COVID um, related, but I don't think there was any chem- chemistry last year and they really had some issues and sounds like they didn't really get along. Um, so they're talking like they all love each other and, you know, the new people are great. 
and they've actually got some um, pretty impressive transfers. They've got somebody from Oregon State, uh, and a lot of them are still young too. So if we can keep them in the program, um, maybe it'll work out pretty well. Um, uh, Iowa State as well. They were talking about we've got a girl that or a couple girls that are six four. So in women's wow. basketball, we haven't had very many girls that contributed that were taller than that six two. So um, it's been a long time since we've actually had someone that big that actually did something. So um, hopefully, I mean, as far as expectations, they were. When were they last year? Do y'all know off the top of your heads? They were not very. Good. Not a clue. Not yeah. that much expectation. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was seven and 16. They were absolutely horrible. Um, and part of that was Raneem Eljadewi was out, but uh, for about half the year. And then after that, they were decent, but they were still not very good even after uh, she came back. But anyway, um, I mean, the expectations are low, but as far as for Collins, I really feel like. He needs to get something done extremely soon, or he is uh, – I mean, he, there's really no excuse at this point. He's been here since Michelle Clark Hurd left for, uh, what was that, three or four years ago? I think he's in his fifth year maybe. It's his fourth and season. His fourth season? Yeah. Okay. See, so, I mean, he, he's been around enough, and we have <laughs> – uh, we haven't hardly done anything. And last year we were absolutely horrible. Um, and even after the best player came back, we were still slightly below average. So, you know, um, I sincerely hope that they, you know, the talk is real and they're talking about how everybody plays hard and it's going to be great and all this, but, um, I just hope, um, I, I just hope they're, they're decent and respectable and hopefully lady toppers get back to where they need to be. Um, Pretty cool. They uh, they hired Ivy Brown as one of the assistant coaches, so she's a topper legend. She's worked her way up to be able to be on the coaching staff, so that's pretty cool. I did see that the other day. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and she's she's a real sweet, nice person. You talk to her in town, she says hey and doesn't treat you like you're vermin. So uh, <laughs> check that off the list. She's a that's good. <laughs> Well, you know how some people can be like, you know, I do. Yes. I do remember how some of the coaches were. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you could be Bobby Petrino or you could be Ivy Brown. Let's go with, (laughs) that's a big spectrum. (laughs) 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 Jesus. Um, yeah. Excited for the late tops. Oh, who do they play? They play (laughs) West Virginia state tonight. Yes. Six 30. Um, yes. So, so in about six minutes they'll have tip off. Yeah, and then they get to play Purdue. So but it's at home. So anyway, we'll see. They've got some challenging games uh here in the next little bit. But um I'm interested to see how they do. Um I don't know if I'm excited or terrified. <laughs> I really want the I want the women to do really well. Um they're a staple of Western athletics and they need to get back to being great. Lady yes, yes. I, I always want the Lady Tops to do well. Um, and I think if Collins doesn't work out, I think we just move Travis Hudson over and let him do double duty. And <laughs> it'll just be let fun. him coach everything. Exactly. Yeah, they, they love him, man. Everybody loves Travis. Who doesn't love him? That's the real question. He is hey, I, good it's like right up there with Big Red. Like <laughs> <laughs> Travis Hudson is Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Travis Hudson and Big Red. If we had a vote off for a mascot, would Travis Hudson win? <laughs> I'd, I'd throw in a couple of votes for him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I campaign. Uh, hey, I'm right there with you. Um, did anyone watch the men's basketball exhibition? I did not watch, but I listened. Okay, yeah, my dad listened to. Okay. That's all stats and stuff. I was going to say, Jared, do you want to get your dad so he can see? <laughs> no, I'm sure he would talk to you about Howard. it. Howard. it all the time. No, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> um, no. Um, for the, so who listened to it and would you want to talk about it real quick? Uh, do you want me to go or Jared or whoever? 
Uh, Jared can go first, and then Matt, if you want to take up. I mean, just from what I've seen, well, I'll go ahead and start with your typical Stansberry crap. So two players weren't able to play. Keith Williams, he's still waiting on being eligible. Uh, supposedly, well, I mean, what, it's how many years has it been? This sounds like no. How long has it been, Matt, that we have had to deal with this every single season at the start of the year where somebody's not eligible for something? I'm just glad somebody so, else is on board with me with this. I mean, I've been sick of it since about the year two. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sick of it since Tuesday, so yeah. Well, yeah, so what happened is Keith Williams, Cincinnati transfer – yeah, he wasn't able to play yet, but I heard that he might be eligible soon. I really hope so. We're going to need him. He's a stud from what I've heard. Absolutely. Like He might be the best player in the conference if he gets to play. So getting him ready for the regular season is like priority A if you're Rick Stansberry. And, of course, uh, Zion Harmon, he didn't play either for personal reasons. But you can interpret that however you want. I mean, who knows? There's like a million things that could be. But, I mean, he, I'm just saying he's had drama in the past. I think he played at a different high school at each year. Of, like, a, one, a different high school for each yes. year he was in high school. Uh-huh. So, yes. I mean, it's Definitely. just frustrating. I mean, I'm sure he might be good, but, I mean, you got to put your ego aside. I know you got, like, hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers. But, I mean, what are you going to post if you don't have any highlights of you playing? That's my real question. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Backyard stuff for so, is coming for him, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope it's, like, not a serious thing. But from what I've heard, I mean, I hope he's not another Mitchell Robinson. I mean, if you want to. If you, the best thing you can do for yourself is go and ball out, and it doesn't matter where you're at. I mean, it works out. Like, there's yeah. been players. Scottie Pippen went to Central Arkansas and became an NBA legend. If he can play in Central Arkansas, you can definitely play at Western Kentucky and have plenty of eyes on you and still end up in the NBA. It doesn't matter where you start. It's just how well you do with what you're supposed to play with. But I mean, I think, I think we're missing another big one was Larry Bird played at Indiana State. Yeah, all Terre Haute, Indiana. I was going to say, into a national championship. Yes, I mean, mean, there's been a lot of small schools. Of course, like Gonzaga, they were nothing back in the day, and now they're this big thing with uh, their coach. But I mean, that's your drama for so far. Hopefully, that gets dealt with, and both of them play. If they don't want to play, I mean, just go somewhere else. Save us some hassle just for once. But, uh, I mean, I'm really impressed. My favorite player, I have to say, is Jamarion Sharp. Just the fact that he's the tallest player in the NCAA. But also, from what I had seen with with his stats and how he was doing, he was doing really good just about any time he he got the ball. Yeah, like he looks like he wanted to be there. He was playing really hard. He was getting a bunch of dunks and blocks and everything else. That's exactly what you want from a big guy. And, I mean, the the biggest shock to me, which isn't really a shock, was just Darius Hamilton. That guy was balling. I mean, somebody his size going five for six to shooting threes mm-hmm. and also still getting a ton of rebounds on top of that. I mean, that's going to be really good to have, like, both the inside and outside kind of big guy. Yeah, he had 19 and 14 and went yeah. five six from the three. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's like some LeBron James crap or something. Yeah, we're so definitely going to need that. Yeah, but, I mean, that's just about two cents on everything so far that I've really heard. I mean – I, I didn't get to see anything, which is still stupid that we have like one of the best journalism and broadcasting schools in the country, and we can't even put it on HSSN or on Facebook or something. But hopefully the next exhibition they'll have on there. Jared, what happened to you, man? You used to be so positive, <laughs> and now you turned into negative old man. Listen, McKay. the North Texas game broke me. The North Texas game broke me. I will tell you that. I was done. It 17 to nothing to hold a start. <laughs> How do you get into a seventeen? Wow. How do you get into a seventeen to nothing hole in a basketball game, and then almost win, but yet lose because of like some of the stupidest stuff imaginable? It's terrible. <laughs> it's Matt. He talks to me every week about Western stuff, and I think I just get him riled up more and more, and he just starts <laughs> brewing, just brewing or spewing Man, I mean, all this. He, he is vehement tonight. I mean, he is upset. <laughs> <laughs> he came in with a. A vengeance He's coming a off the top rope. Like, I don't know. Man. I just want us to have a normal program where everyone plays and tries. That's all I want. So you want Belmont? I mean, basically, and look at the <laughs> yeah, success I they've mean, had compared to us. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, would you rather have Belmont or, or Western the last several, 
like the last decade. I mean, Belmont, honestly, just for the fact that yeah. they've gotten in the tournament more. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can completely agree with that. So. You got to get to the dance, man, and we're not getting to the dance. Mm-hmm. We're just getting tantalizingly close to it. Several yep. years and in that's, a row, and then that's worse. Up. That mm-hmm. is worse. As a married man, I can confirm that getting close <laughs> to that and then not getting it is the worst. What is happening tonight? Just off the rails. As well. Um, all right, but so 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 Matt, what are what's your observations? All right, so yeah, first of all, I mean, I, I am I always get excited for basketball, even if they're coached by Rick Stansbury. Um, I mean, definitely some standouts. Obviously, uh, Jarius Hamilton, man, 19 and 14, like we said, five out of six from three, and the dude's, what, 6'8"? Yeah. Definitely you see that kind of uh, power five type of talent. He was a transfer from Maryland. You know, really impressive. Um, Really, really nice debut to see him. I mean, Josh Anderson is back, and he's – He's going to be good. He wasn't particularly great, but, you know, obviously we know what we're going to get with him. And then uh, Davion McKnight was good, Um, had 17 points and did a little bit of everything. Had a few turnovers and stuff, but, um, you know, he he littered the the, uh, stat sheet up. But I know uh, Jared said I think his favorite player is going to be Jamari and Sharp, and I I agree. I mean – the guy, I mean, I didn't get to see it, so you know that's something to be said for that. But Hal and and Randy were talking about him like diving on the floor, him going after trying to block three point shots, you know, like the hustle plays. And he he was uh, talking this week in some interviews and stuff, and he said basically Western was the place I always wanted to be. And how, as a Western, like a diehard Western fan or a grad or whatever, how do you not love to hear? This guy loves Western and wants to be here. Like how many how many of those players actually come to Western and end up doing anything? And this guy, you know, he's freaking seven five. I mean, the sky's the limit for him. If he really wants to be here, it's exciting to have somebody seven five and motivated. I mean That was um, that was I I saw your post about that earlier and I loved it. I that is fun for me to watch when someone is been dreaming about playing for Western and they're getting to do it. Mm-hmm. And you, I almost feel like it's contagious. You know, the excitement, mm-hmm. the electricity of him, you know, getting excited and riled up. I was, I saw the pictures of it and I was excited about it. So, I mean, I, I think that's awesome. And honestly, I'd rather have a bunch of dudes like that than one Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. All day. I'm sorry. I, all day. I'd rather man. take it all day because, <laughs> and another thing, and and I'm probably going to jump off the top rope with Jared is I feel like these kids like stands should sit down with them and say, we need to know by the first game, if you plan on going pro or not, you know, if you want to go pro, that's fine. Go pro. But at the same point, like we need to know one way or the other so that, you know, there's not eligibility issues. Um, so, and yeah, she's having a time of her life in the background. So all good, man. Yeah, so if you if you don't like that, I apologize, but it's part about it's. Uh, I, I joke with my wife and I call it single parent life, and she doesn't understand it. But we have one kid, so it's a single child, so it's single parent life, right? There you go. She's like, that's not how that works, and I'm like, oh, well, so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, so Jared, I'll go with you first. How do you how do you see the season going? Uh, thus far after the exhibition. Do you, are you positive? Or are you negative? I mean, probably just neutral at this point. I mean, if we get Keith Williams <laughs> cleared out, if we get Williams on the court, that's going to change everything. I mean, that, that he's probably going to knock Frampton out of the starting lineup. Frampton didn't look too good from what I heard in the exhibition game. He didn't really do too well from deep, and that's honestly what he's there for is those big three-point shots. So he'll probably come off the bench. Keith Williams will start. I mean, yeah, I really want to see him play. I'd like to see Harmon play too. I don't know. I mean, to me, it sounds like either he got in trouble or that's what they're saying is like personal issues or something. I've heard people say that before. But, I mean, ultimately pretty good. I feel like this team is very athletic, a lot bigger than past years. Like there's actually front court front court depth, which I think is great. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what? So, 
I mean, if Stansberry goes into his bench, that is. I mean, they will be pretty deep. But, I mean, I think it'll be pretty good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, Matt, what are your observations or thoughts, predictions for the season? You positive or negative? Uh, I mean, here's the thing is we get fired up about them every year. And, you know, in the beginning of the year, they're probably going to – I don't know what the schedule looks like. Let me see if I got it pulled up. Um, but they're going to, you know, beat Minnesota and Memphis and lose Alabama and m or something. You know? Like, yeah. Um, it's just you don't know what you're going to get moment to moment with Rick Stansberry team. I mean, I'd like to think – like, there's tons of talent. Like the, um, you know, Cincinnati guy, Zion Harmon, Josh Anderson, Jamarian Sharp, uh, obviously – Jarius Hamilton, like there's some there's some really good pieces, um, and I hope that we put it together. Um, and I think there was some signs of some some juice and some life and stuff. But then again, Western got up by twenty something and only won by what twenty one. So they kind of slacked off at the end, just kind of around. And like you want to see, like if you're looking for a team that's going to be hungry and wants to win a championship and stuff, like. They're going to be consistent. They're going to keep fighting, and they're going to want to make statements and all that kind of stuff. Just, I, didn't, I didn't see that from the Campbellsville game, but we're also missing a few pieces, so hopefully get them, we get them back. And um, I mean, I'd love to say that we're going to, you know, make a NCAA tournament run and whatever, but I, I kind of I'm hesitant to call that anymore with Fansbury. No matter what, I mean, I'm, I'm going to expect. I I, I do agree. I think it is a little early to go ahead and say, you know, without pieces here, and guys have to learn how to play together and do stuff like that, so it's not that big of, you know, you know, it's it's too early to tell. Yeah, I mean, it's too early to tell. And like you said, a lot of this is, you know, these guys learning to come in and play together and do well, and it's just... It is, uh, would you quit? It, it's just, uh, I kid you not, I am changing a dirty diaper right now. A number two, I literally just changed her like two minutes ago. It's like, come on. Is like, I think she was thinking about Stan's season so far, and it's like, ugh. Just leave it alone. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so. Uh, there are a lot of rumors going around about the Mac. Um, I'm not going to break any news here because I would hate for the state-run media to come after me. Uh, yeah. But lack, lack thereof. Fear Greenwell. Yeah, I mean, Lord, it would be awful if he took away my non-existent credentials. But I digress. Uh, from what I've heard, we will hear in about a week or a week, ten days, what's going on. And I'll leave it at that. I'll let them make their official announcement so they get to feel pretty. Yeah. So, uh, we're still in football season, thank God. Uh, <laughs> and Western played Charlotte for homecoming, which, it was pretty good homecoming, I'm going to say. Um... My observations with the game are that Charlotte had two big plays that they scored off of. And I'm writing those off. I'm honestly not going to take take those to heart too much. Um, the big long run that went right up the middle, that was I'm going to write that off to a blown assignment, you know. Um, not too worried about that. Let's see. Sorry about that. Um we had two touchdowns in the first quarter, two touchdowns in the second quarter, and then two touchdowns in the second half. So, I mean, Western did well. They just let they let Charlotte stay in the game too much. Um, and I know people are kind of giving the defense a run, run around and blah, 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 but 13 points for Charlotte, that's, I mean, that's pretty good, I think. Um, Alex, what are you thinking about? What do you think about the game on Saturday? Uh, it was a very good, complete game. The defense is finally starting to find their solid footing and just 
played together. The way they dominated the line of scrimmage. Like nine tackles for losses. They gotten I want to say three or four sacks like it for was what two it, sacks, but they didn't count Malone's strip sack where the guy's standing in the pocket. Yes. <laughs> How is that not a sack? Right. Someone tell well, me that. Exactly, exactly. But just for having a team where you got the top offense in the country, the defense has been stepping up the last couple games, so hopefully they would start to get more stronger as the back half of the schedule is coming up. Like, it's colder, so you really don't know how the Zappy Stearns connection is going to go with being some Texas guys, but <laughs> I can tell I can tell you, Alex. My first trip to to Texas was north with Denton. Game day, it was thirty two degrees with rain and the wind blew snow. <laughs> yeah, there and it was one of my is, least wow. favorite experiences in Texas, and I judge Texas to this day because of that weather. <laughs> I am Fair. very spiteful about that. I, I don't judge care Texas that. because of the damn driving, man. They're horrible. <laughs> you can drive ten hours and still be in the this. same state. State, right? Yeah. Dude, while going eighty miles an hour, dude. We were going to uh, what North Texas, and we had UPS trucks trying to pull into our caravan while we're riding, and they slam on the brakes and all this stuff, and like it's ridiculous, man. Like it was like yeah. World War Three trying to get to the stadium because everybody's trying to hop on the police caravan. Ridiculous. The. Um... There, the the worst one I remember, Matt, was in Birmingham. I think we were going to play Bama, and somebody tried to cut us off and locked it up beside the beside the charter bus that the staff was on. And it was like, what the heck is going on? And all you see is smoke and hear tires squealing. And you're like, dude, did the charter bus just hit that car? And they're like, no, he tried to pass. He got locked it up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Texas, is, uh, Texas was uh, – I've always judged Texas because of that weather, but um, <laughs> but uh, digress. I digress. Um, uh, Alex, continue. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. But uh, speaking of after the whole Texas debacle, I mean, hopefully they'll get acclimated, which it shouldn't be too cold for Saturday's game with it being in November against Middle Tennessee State. But I'm Kind of expect to see like a carbon copy going into the next week, but overall, it was still a good game. Offense, 45 points. You did what you had to do. You scored a lot, but also defense managed the game by not allowing more points on the board. And just overall, a good victory, a good conference victory at that. So it's just now we're in our do-or-die phase. It's like if you want to win out, go ahead. Like, there's just no excuse not to. That's all I got for the Charlotte recap. Okay, who's drumming? <laughs> I know. I feel, like I feel like I'm a high school teacher right now. <laughs> Jesus, people. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, as far as stats go, uh, Western had 469 yards. Charlotte had 319. We both had two turnovers, which you can't do that. And uh, first downs, Western had 29, Charlotte had 17, and we had 26 minutes of possession time. They had 33. Uh, Jared, what did you think of the game on Saturday? Yeah, so I didn't really get to see any of it, but obviously looking at the stats, I mean, it was a good win. Just to see the defense hold somebody under 20 points like that is definitely promising. I think that's a sign that things are getting better defensively for sure. I know that Charlotte's had like some injuries and other stuff, but I mean, I'll still take it. And of course, looking to the middle too, I feel like that's going to be a fun matchup. But I mean, both of us being four and four, and we've won three straight now in conference, I think. So uh, we're going to be getting there pretty soon. Raise four. It might be four straight. I don't know yeah, how to count won, uh, three. Yeah, um, yeah, it was yeah, three straight because we had UT Martin first game. Yeah, that's three right. and one in conference. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a good streak. We're finally – we're winning the games that matter the most. If we want to make any type of noise in the NFC uh, – not NFC, oh, my God. <laughs> Conference USA East. <laughs> Conference USA East. As We still have a very good shot of it. I mean, FAU is the team to beat right now. I mean, that's going to be a good big game against them. We have to win that one. And I feel like Marshall's a must win, too. I mean, just win out. That's the best thing they could do. They can put the ball – 
in their court. They can take care of business if they win everything. But, I mean, just two more to get bowl eligible, really important. I just want to see us get there. I feel like if we go five and seven again, that's going to be disappointing. But, I mean, yeah, the game against Charlotte's a trend in the right direction. I, I agree. Um, and I was really surprised that Charlotte beat MTSU. Yeah. 42 to 39. So, I mean, that could be a, a look ahead as to, you know, look, what we're looking at. And MTSU beat Marshall. Yeah. Um, Matt, yeah. did you get a free ticket to the game, and what did you think? <laughs> yeah, I did, man. I don't know. It's kind of worked out the last few games. Um, I guess when you whore yourself out on Facebook, people feel sorry for you. Um, <laughs> they Tell, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine, um, Matt. Like, I got all these kids, man. I need yeah, a ticket I'm to a, the game. I'm a harlot for the tops. But anyway. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, honestly, okay, so I thought it was a really good, really, really good win. Charlotte is no slouch. Like, I know they were missing their quarterback and whatever, and obviously they were hampered, but they're they're a, a pretty good football team, and they're definitely on the rise, and Will Healy knows what the heck he's doing. Um, yeah. And they've, I mean, they beat Duke. I know you scoffed at that last week or whatever, but it's still a Power 5 win. It shows that you have some kind of talent or some kind of ability. Um, and to beat them 45 to 13, I mean, like you said, take away the the stats of the 53-yard the pass and the 39-yard run or whatever. And they gave up uh, – even if you add those back in, they gave up 319 yards. Yeah. Um, passing yards, I think they had like 119. If you take away the 53-yard pass, we gave up like 60 other yards passing the entire game. I don't yeah, care if you're throwing out, you know, a limp noodle as your quarterback. I mean, um, that's, a, that's an impressive performance against the passing game. It's the first time that it's, that it's been that good besides against Army. Yeah, girl, I hear you. Um, <laughs> tell me about it. Go Tops. Um, but anyway, I was really proud of them, both sides. I mean, the, the offense – I mean, honestly, we we left points out there and scored 45 points. I mean, there were plenty of opportunities that we could have easily – we could have easily had more in the first half. And in the second half, for sure, there was some there was some stuff there that we could have kind of poured it on. And I think, really, we could have gotten to 60 if we had, if we had been clicking. Um, and so I was proud of them. I think it's a really good sign. The defense, I think, could win a game for us if we needed to. Um, like if the offense was just kind of average, I think they could actually do something. And like y'all were saying, I mean, we just got to win our game, win the rest of our games, and we win the East. It doesn't matter. And I think Marshall's, by the way, I think Marshall's coming on. Um, I think they're playing really well. Like they won forty-eight to nothing uh, last week or the week before. Um, and obviously FAU's pretty good too. So. I'm excited to see how they do. I think it's going to be tough for anybody if we click like we should. I don't think anybody should beat us the rest of the season. Yeah, um, Marshall has won the last three. Um, they've beat they beat ODU twenty to thirteen. They beat North Texas forty nine to twenty one, and they beat FIU thirty eight nothing. So they're doing they're doing really well, just like you're saying, um, but. It's uh, I, I do agree with a lot of what you were saying. Uh, I think it was a very good, consistent. Um, we're coloring right now, so that's probably why she's talking so much. Um, uh, but we did have we did have a pretty good overall play as far as the offense goes. Like you said, there what they definitely left points out there. We really could have just went off. Really, I mean, like you said, it could have been an easily a sixty-six point game if. If we hadn't uh, just left some of those points out there on the field, um, but they're they're doing what they need to do, and I think as long as we take care of business, nope. As long as we take care of business, um, I, I I could see us winning the East very easily. Um, I don't. It, it FAU is going to be our big contender, and Marshall's always a contender against us. But I think we I think we've got a shot. Um, so. Hundred miles of hate. 
does anybody really care anymore? Straight biddies. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, dude, I don't care. The middle rivalry will never die for me. Me either. Yeah, but I feel you. Screw them. I, right. Me screw either. Middle. But at the me either. But at the same point, um, like, like I don't feel like the fans care as much. Well, that may be true. <laughs> but I, I saw more attention for the blood drive that they do on campus every year, which it definitely goes to a good cause more than the actual game. I'm honestly more excited about the results of the blood drive than just – it's like middle week is always going to be special, but at the same time, it's like over the last few years, it's no longer just a rivalry in my opinion. Like you can't help but feel like it's no longer a rivalry just because of how I, I just think it's I think it's they're apathetic on their side. I really do, and it is due to that. Like judging from like five years ago till now, most people from middle are withdrawn from just football in a way. Yeah, or I mean basketball or anything. No, now Marshall I mean, like especially basketball. Now, Marshall, there was a lot of, you know, people who cared. You know, Marshall, like, I feel like they loathe us. And um, yeah, with a lot of the conference moving talk um, and, you know, the administration wanting to do it with middle, I kind of was like, who cares? I'm not – I don't want to be anchored to middle. You know, yeah, I, I want to just – agree with that. Make your um, you know, I mean, they might end up helping us in the long run, though. I mean, if you think about I mean, it, that, and, and with the they, rumors, I guess you could say, like yeah, us the rumors being changed that are, middle. the rumors that are yeah. basically true, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but but how much of it was middle helping us or us helping middle to pull this off? Well, both of us, because if you look at the amount of Conference USA titles since we've both joined the conference, I mean, we're number one, they're number two. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, I I concede that. Um, But my point is, is that middle fans just don't care anymore. If there are 15 or 20 of them. Yeah, I don't I don't think they cared. But um, um, I digress. Western, uh, we're playing middle on uh, the Sixth at three three thirty Eastern, two thirty Central, uh, at the Houch. It's supposed to be sixty one degrees at game time. It's not too bad. Uh, they're giving us sixteen and a half, so not too bad. Um, Alex, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Do you, how do you think it'll be? I mean, <laughs> judging from middle stats, the only impact player that's kind of worth mentioning is Chase Cunningham. He has. 16 touchdowns for three interceptions, and his passing completion rate is 62.5%. And they're more of a pass-heavy team than running team. They got a couple receivers in Jimmy Marshall and Jaron Pierce that have five touchdowns apiece. Defense-wise, their other impact player is Reed Blankenship. Already has 72 total tackles, eight of them for loss. He's been there for like eight years, hasn't he? Yeah, that's been a while. I think it's a consensus that that dude's been there since he was like 47. But yeah, yeah, Brandon Dowdy, and then he got his seventh year because of COVID. (laughs) It's like him and Stock still have like a contract saying together, like, no matter what, we are always together in Middle Tennessee State. (laughs) (laughs) I remember he and Kevin were the same class. Jeez, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I'm just making that up. But <laughs> I was about to say. I'm like, wow. It was convincing, wasn't it? That was pretty good. Yes. Doc E <laughs> was my boss at Western, and I think they started at the same time. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, he's <laughs> late in the OBC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we should take care of business. I mean. Granted, something crazy happens. I mean, this could either be somewhat of a slow start turning into an offensive explosion or just a complete domination all the way around. But tops all the way, definitely the victory for Saturday. So hopefully it'll be a nice atmosphere and hopefully we'll pack the house regardless if it's just a few Western fans and maybe like three middle fans. I mean, let's just pack it regardless. Let's no, go they it. always travel with their marching band and they also bring like a few other students and stuff too. So there'll be some that will come on the bus. 
I, I think we'll have a, I hope we'll have a good turnout because it's always fun when they do, uh, when people do show up and, you know, um, Western is averaging 533 yards a game. Good Lord. Now the problem is, <laughs> yeah. is we're allowing 432 yards a game. So, yeah. I mean, Down yeah. from 480 a few games ago. Hey, that's good. Yeah. Now if we I mean, just get progress. Under, now if we could just get under 300, that would make me feel a lot better. Um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, Jared, what do you, what are you thinking this weekend, bud? Uh, I mean, usually with rivalry games, you don't want to always take the over just because, I mean, either we'll be absolutely dominant and the team will be fired up and ready to just go knock rails off of them. But usually, I mean, we play them a little closer than we want to. I mean, we only beat them about three last year. Obviously, they lost Asher O'Hara. They lost a bunch of other people. I could but, not remember his name. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's. I still think it'll be maybe a little closer than all of us want it to be, just for the fact mm-hmm. that they're going to be trying to pull the spoil and their everything. But ultimately, I mean, screw middle. I hope we beat them by <laughs> a thousand if possible. <laughs> I mean, just in basketball, Matt, I'll never forget that one time when your family still had the courtside tickets and you invited me. Uh, one of them was gone and I got to sit courtside with you against MTSU. And that was the year they beat us by 30 on our own court. That was mm. I'll never forget that. I was so mad. I was like, screw it. I'll just go out there and do it myself if I have to. <laughs> Where <Rarely> Josh Ducher. <laughs> Coming off the bench, yeah, <laughs> five foot four, J- Rush, Jared Rushdusher. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want none though. You know what it is. How how tall are you, Jared? Yeah, you're right, five four. Oh wow, I got that on the hit that on the head. I thought I was, but by the way you answered, I thought, well, I've shorted him. I, I said it was too low, but anyway, nah. um, nope, he's that short. <laughs> Yep. See, Devin, you haven't met I love me. You, man. I haven't yeah, met see, you Matt, person, Matt no. has met me so much. I mean, he obviously knows me in real life. So, I mean, yeah, I'm small. Well, yeah, you rode to Miami. Got a big heart. Never forget <laughs> the Miami Beach Bowl. Oh, my God. So, the, we got. <laughs> you remember the hotel that I ended up, that I first got signed up for? And then I was I, I get this notification, <laughs> and I should have known. You should have known yeah. it was in the name. It was in the name. Yeah, it was the oh hotel Gathering, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's an odd name. It's got these like you know, it's got like the German uh, two dots over the gay thing or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, emphasis on the gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get registered, and it's like, congratulations on. Uh, reserving your spot at the Miami's gayest hotel or whatever, and it's got like you get on their website and it's got like whips and chains and like. <laughs> I was like, to me, it was in a dungeon. Oh man, it was. That is hilarious. We were gonna have Doug Hurt come too, and he yeah. ended up backing out. But anyway, yeah. man, it was. It so did funny. you stay at the hotel, you and Jared? No, we didn't stay at the hotel. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, no. Me and my my newlywed wife. Are yeah, stay yeah, at y'all the were newlyweds. That's right. Uh, that would have yeah, been really, that right? really yeah. hilarious. We were we were been, like three months in, man. That would have um, been really funny because they would have seen you and man. Jared we could do a room. whole podcast. We could do a whole episode just on that whole freaking trip, man. Oh, it was it was something. <laughs> That was the first time like we really did anything, right? We just kind of randomly got together and went, right? I mean, it wasn't we didn't really know yeah, each other, basically. Right? Yeah, I didn't really know you at all. I was just yeah. I was still a senior, and I, my ticket to the game was free. So it's like, well, crap, I ought to go. I mean, Miami in December that sounds wonderful. I don't yeah. have to pay for my ticket. I just got to find a place <laughs> to stay and a way to get third down there. Wheel in the in the back with the with the newlyweds. <laughs> I would have ridden in the trunk, so man. Fun, man. It was fun, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, that that's that, that is a funny story to me. Just the oh man, the like the random. And then thing. when we were outside, when we were outside of that subway, and we saw a bunch of team buses, and we're like, well, we got a 50-50 shot, and we just start waving our red towels, and it was the USF bus. <laughs> they were like flipping <laughs> us off and doing like the little bullhorn things. Yeah. To us. Oh man, <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Good times. 
Man, yeah. I'm telling you, any kind of road trip, it, there's always a story. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. ridiculous or not, or awesome or not, there's always something. But Speaking of which, yeah. speaking of which, I know we've got a couple seconds here, but anyway. Matt, what where were where were we when you tried to do the beast? That was in it was one year it was two years in a row we played FAU one year and FIU the other and we stayed at the same hotel. Yes. So it was in uh it was Bo Bo Campers. Boca Raton? Yeah, well well I know Boca Raton, but um <laughs> Sorry. It was like I don't know, it was in between okay, FAU and FIU and so we stayed at that hotel. I think we landed in we landed in Fort Lauderdale, didn't we? And then we uh yeah, I think that's where we landed typically when we okay. played them for some whatever reason. Anyway, um, but yeah, but we yeah. stayed at that one hotel, and uh, it, I mean it was like you know a few blocks from the hotel. So, so, so burger, uh, yes, loaf of bread. Was, what was it? Not there was a bunch of French fries, piece of bacon, bunch of cheese. Yes, it was a. It was one of those eating challenges that you just go, no way. And I actually showed up late. I think we had to do some treatments or something. I don't remember. And I showed up late, and my Matt and I think it was. Were there two Dittmer. of you doing it? Dittmer yeah, did Dittmer. It. Well, Dittmer wasn't eat. Wasn't pursuing it as much as Matt was. Dude, Matt I had was still working everything. Like I you had, had trained. Ordered, <laughs> yes, I had ordered Wendy's. And I, I had like, I got like, I don't know, three or four triples and like <laughs> fries and stuff, trying to simulate eating it. And I timed myself, and I was going for it, man. <laughs> Dip, I remember uh, Brian Dittmer was pinching off pieces of bread and still acting like he was trying to eat it, and uh, Matt was still hitting it hard, trying to eat it and get it done. And then all of a sudden, it was over. Oh yeah. Nope, it, it was, was over. It was Dude, disgusting. it was hard, man. Like that was, it was like a toasted sourdough loaf of bread that was the bun. So it was like hard and like cutting your mouth and stuff. And, yeah. Man, it was tough. Like my jaw I, was hard from chewing. I have never done a challenge like that, but that was that was a tough one, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I just I remember sitting there hard. with you thinking about it could cost. Vomited everywhere. Yep. Glory days. Hollering, hollering at dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, we got uh, 6.27 left to go in the second quarter, and Western is up 35.28. I've kind of got the live stats going on. Uh, Jalen Foster just missed a jumper. Keep right on me. Um, and uh, let's see. Ah, I had the other one, but anyway. Uh, men's basketball plays... Next week, their next exhibition, or is it Thursday? I'm sorry. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Uh, Friday. It's Friday. Friday. Yeah, they Friday. play the University of the Cumberlands. Okay, okay. I'll give you a marker. Here you go. Hey, Dev, can I give go you crazy. a couple thoughts on the, the mutts real quick? Sure, 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 sure. All right, just real quick. No, you're fine. I, I know y'all were saying no big deal. Um, just a pushover or whatever. Stuff to watch out for. Um, the mutts have forced a ton of turnovers this year. They Great. forced 25 in eight games. Ooh. So they're getting over three a game. Um, and they've only they've only committed like a one and a half a game. So they're they're getting like they're just completely pinning their ears back and diving after balls and whatever, stripping and everything else. Um, they've got a guy with four interceptions and then they have two guys with two picks already this year. Um, basically, tops need to prevent some big plays. Um, but I do see some danger because when you have a defense that makes that many plays, um, they have a guy with seven and a half sacks. I mean, there's some danger here where, yeah. you know, the tops hand them a couple pick sixes and, um, you know, that's a swing of potentially 28 points right there. So, um, anyway, just some stuff to watch out for. But I, I do think we should win. But anyway. Don't take and you are They're four and four just like us, and they beat Marshall. Um, they they can score if they need to, so they've got some weapons. So, and, and you are going to do your keys right this yeah, week I'll on the tower. Yeah, I will. So definitely watch out for that because Matt's got some great analysis. I don't know if it's him being an insurance agent or what, but he's pretty good at that. Um, I think that's what. Um, 
check out uh, yes yes dad 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 um <laughs> she's adorable uh, no she's worries. i i tell you i love her to death um <laughs> western plays on the six at 3 30 eastern 2 30 central time at the house so if you can make it definitely show up support them uh matt might be able to help you get some free tickets at some point um I actually did see I where pay Hank... everybody back for all my free tickets I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. Um, and we'll be back here next week. Follow the towel rack. Um, they keep you updated on all the news and all that good stuff. Um, and we'll be back here next week. Hopefully I can keep getting the guys, everybody. That's always fun to do. Uh, but as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Go tops. Go tops.